So this is how Liberty dies. With thunderous applause. And welcome back to Women of the Wills, where if you listen to the last, the last episode that we had, yes, we're actually women this time. Um, I am Nettie. I am joined here today with my partner in crime, Megan. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hello, everyone. Um, my brief disclaimer of the moment, uh, my cat has to be quarantined in our room from our other roommate's cats for health reasons. He's a little cold, and he's in this room with me, so he's currently you know, try and eat something on my desk. So if you hear any weird cat noises, that's why. As usual. I feel like I make the Figaro disclaimer every week, but he's in fine form today. Yes, he is. He has been jumping around at her desk this whole time. So <laughs> we're in for a good one. Uh, but yeah, we're finally back this week. It's been a while. Uh, quarantine's been crazy for both of us in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, it just really has. And Nettie is a full-time student still working from home. I um, am. She's and doing a little more college done. student. She's, you know, about to graduate um, with, you know, a degree that one wouldn't really assume you could accomplish outside of a classroom. Um, mm. But she has taken all of her practical art and turned it into something she can do from home. So props to you. Um, Why, thank you. It's, I, yeah, my own little sister is an architecture major working from home. So I impressed by all the arts majors out there who are trying to make this work, but Mm. Nettie's been busy every day. She's like, I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> like, School oh. thing came up. I'm busy. I'm like, I do not want to be in college virtually right now. So I was like, let's record. Never mind. I can't. <laughs> it was quite awful. But we're back now. And Yay. very excited, very happy to talk about Clone Wars because that's been happening. And it's been really good. So let's just get right into it. Um, with where we kind of left off, we won't talk about it too terribly long, but we left off at the, it was the second episode, was it the second episode of the Ahsoka arc? Yeah, so it was back, the the second episode um, with the sisters. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, where we had left them the last time, you know, it was like, she was going to leave. And like, you know, obviously, you know, she's not going to leave Ahsoka. And she ends up staying with the sisters for a little while longer. And long story short, the remaining three episodes, I'm going to go ahead and put my personal disclaimer here. I did not really care for these episodes that much. I enjoyed the characters, but I did not really enjoy the way, there goes the cat. <laughs> I did not really enjoy the way the story went personally. Um, that's all I'm going to try to say on that. It was, it seemed so. to have like been, it didn't seem to have a clear direction. I mean, mm-hmm. it ended up where it was supposed to end up, but yeah. they could have easily introduced Bo in there differently earlier. I mean, especially if the fans want the content that we got in the last two episodes we've seen. Like, it seemed like a little bit of a Well, it's not filler. even about that, though. It's like, okay, I'm I'm here for the filler episodes. The Wicanthu job is my favorite on Rebels, okay? And I know everybody hates that one. It's like, it's the fillerest of filler episodes. I love them so much. But, like, this one sat with me wrong for well, a no, lot no, no. of like, reasons. Context, like, the, the plot and the character decisions aside, as a filler episode, I didn't like it. Like, if I'm just looking at it as a filler episode that, right. you know, it wasn't fun enough to be a filler episode... And it didn't have that, you know, Clone Wars humor we look for in a filler episode. So right, it was almost like though it. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to say that the arc was pointless because it wasn't. You know, there was no, it wasn't pointless. Done, like, but like they were, it seemed kind of almost forced to like make things happen, and those things just weren't happening that I think they wanted to happen. The makers, people that were making them, I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot of different directions, a lot of. A lot of a lot of input and not a lot was being output. I think in the way that they possibly might have intended, because the audience didn't seem to receive these past few episodes, myself included. I don't well, know, and it was it, it was just roundabout. Like things just kept going in circles. Especially and when you know they escaped the prison and then got put right back in. Right. Like, the <laughs> what was the point? I was like, what was this episode for? Other than, oh hey, that's Bocatan. And you know. I don't think Trace had any character development, really. Um, she still ended up being very naive. And yes, we learned Rafa's backstory with why the, like, we learned about why the sisters resent the Jedi, and we learned that. I appreciated that a lot. Yes, and it, mm-hmm. we don't get much of that side of the story. Um, and so that was, you know, that was great, and so mm-hmm. get, getting that story was important, but like her reveal was underwhelming and just in general, you know, of all things, you know, a spice run to Obadia is like kind of not what you expect <laughs> from a random filler episode when, you know, in yeah. the in the context of the galaxy, that's such a big thing with all the things they brushed over, like the slavery and the, right. you know, the crime syndicates and well, it makes sense that they would go the crime syndicate route. Because yeah, but not for, small, uh, but not for like two. Yeah. yeah, I get. Yeah, I, I understand that. And like, also, you know, I have to put it in here. Really, you're gonna do the Hispanic characters as spice runners again? Yeah. I mean, anyway, I said my piece on that. I don't know. That made me very upset. And actually, it wasn't even me who noticed it at first. I've been watching. Well, these I mean, with, I've been I watching was... these with my ten year old brother, and he actually noticed it before I did. And I was like. Fact that a ten year old is noticing that, like, yeah. I mean, as someone who does not, I'm not of any heritage that would be 
portrayed as such in this episode, I noticed it too. Mostly I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Like, really, because I mean, especially because I know you watch it with Lincoln and I know there are kids watching this series. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a... Yeah, it's just become, I don't know, it's become a thing that unfortunately we've come to expect. Not from Star Wars, I had hoped, but I don't know. And it, I could say a lot about that, but I'm not going to. And, but yeah, so like the Ahsoka um, arc, like, it happened. I liked the sisters well, a lot. And you touched on it, but we didn't celebrate it. Once again, our favorite Lord Drama Queen oh, yeah. had his grand hollow appearance hollow appearance i i was wheezing i was like i i I shrieked um going forward into the next two episodes we talk about i'll just have you all know that nettie texted me last night and said i am finally on the darth maul train and i said finally um you guys all know darth maul is my favorite forever so like okay i've talked about this before on here like my i used to really hate darth maul and then i was just like okay I kind of like him. And then I read the, the comics and I was like, okay, I like this guy. He's pretty cool. No, now I'm absolute trash. Like, <laughs> I love him so much now. Well, and especially like if we, if we look at the Phantom Menace mall up to this mall, we see in, well, okay, we, we can talk about mall in a minute. But There's so much there. <laughs> I love him. Me too. I love him. Me too. Okay, so... Moving on. Um, I think we're ready to talk about the first episode in the Mandalore arc. So, yeah. Next. The Mandalore arc. Yeah. It still, there was still a tinge of disappointment when, you know, this episode released. I was like, we're really only getting three episodes of the Siege of Mandalore. But then we. Is that four? Is it four? Isn't it There's three? Twelve episodes, right? This started on the eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. This started on the eighth episode, right? Uh, no, it started eight, on the nine, ninth. Ten, eleven. Okay. No, this is the nine, ninth ten, eleven, twelve. Oh wait, how does that make? That's not math. One, two. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, two, three. There's four. Whoa! <laughs> Get um, back. <laughs> No, because... I thought there was four. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Math is hard. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Ten. Oh, you guys, you're right. There should be two more. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two more. So keeping that in mind. That's not math. Yes, it is. Think about it. The ninth How- episode is one. Tenth is two. Eleventh is three. Twelfth is four. There's twelve episodes that were supposed to be released for Clone Wars. Unless the last one is not Mandalore, which would be weird. Well, I'm just thinking like... Oh! What? Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, because that was a four-episode arc. Yeah. They both were. That's why I'm confused. Both of them were four episodes. Yes, I was thinking three-episode arcs, and I got confused. Yes, okay, we have two more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just take off. Now that we got the math aside. (laughs) 
guys <laughs> i'm a college dropout who doesn't have a job right now leave me alone <laughs> i'm an art student i don't do math but, you know, <laughs> i was a music major i can only count to eight why do you think i'm an art major can't do math <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay so four episodes left so let's just jump right into it um episode opens and we have jaw-dropping oh. difference whole lot of fighting going on no oh, back up what? what happens at the beginning of this episode nettie with the okay am i missing something when you turn on the episode and it starts oh. i always forget the fortune cookie no there's okay. no fortune cookie oh you mean the introduction yeah okay yeah see it, I, I got there eventually the introduction <laughs> is different yes it plays out like a movie it says screaming. a lucasfilm production and then in bright red, bright red with again. the Star Wars theme, it says the Clone Wars. And then there's no fortune cookie, no nothing, yeah, just no a red cookie. title pops up that says part one, old friends not forgotten. And then we get the voiceover. Clones <laughs> are fighting. Jedi are doing Jedi things. Something, something, something more. Um, but yeah, that's how the episode opens, and there's a lot of fighting. Baby Kanan makes his cameo appearance, and we meet Obi Wan Kenobi on the field of battle. And we find Commander Cody, the children yeah. both in desperate need of reinforcements. Desperate need of reinforcements. They are dying. They are not doing well. They this are... might be one of my favorite scenes in the entire new Me season. Me too. <laughs> I mean, you... Oh man. I love me some Anakin. I, oh. I especially love me some Anakin who's being extra for no reason. Okay, but when you look up extra in the dictionary, you'll find this Anakin right here <laughs> next to it because, I mean, I was just, I, it was, I lost so, it. So they're on a bridge. Clones are on one side. There are a whole butt ton of droids on the other side. Mm -hmm. And they are super overwhelmed. And Obi-Wan looks... Well, the clones are like, ah, we can't do this. And then Obi-Wan shows up with this really great, like, up-close, slow-mo shot of him holding his lightsaber in his whatever, oh. whatever form that is. And it's, like, super dramatic. But yeah. then they have to, like, take cover. Because yeah. they're in trouble. Yeah. And, you know, all the smokes. Are I, that shot of Obi-Wan with all the smoke rising is so So cool. good. Uh, so and his, uh, anyways, so they'll do their little hide. <laughs> and then he goes, where's Anakin? And, you know, lo and behold, Anakin shows up. There he is. He's like, but he, jump, <laughs> he jumps up on top of the rubble that they're hiding behind. Yeah. And he's like, they're being barraged by fire, just like from the other side, from the separatists. He's just standing there like, what's up, master? How you doing? Like, like, I'm right here. Help? I'm right here. <laughs> and Obi-Wan's like, get down from there, Anakin. And Anakin's like, he leans down. He's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> There's only a thousand droids. They're tops. He's like, oh, and Obi-Wan goes, what are you up to? I'm the chosen one. I'll be okay. That's pretty much what he's saying. <laughs> the, and so earlier, right before this, Cody says, like, we don't know where the tactical droid is. We can't take it out. So Anakin does something very helpful, just a little bit of an extra sort of way. So he literally stands alone, surrenders himself to the droids, and is just like, 
gives this whole speech about the might of the separatist forces and how they are weak and helpless and how they want to surrender. Mm-hmm. And while he's giving this grand speech, the tactical droid shows up and is like, guys, this is a trap. And they take out the tactical droid and then they win the battle. Okay, 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 but hang on, hang on. Clones and jetpacks. Oh, clones and jetpacks. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hanging from the bottom of the bridge. <laughs> they are on the bottom of the bridge. Rex is under there with all of them. This is the 501st, all being as extra as possible. As under there with their jetpacks on them, and then they just swoop in, you know, just flying around. And then, ta da, the end. And Anakin's just like, there, see, helped you out. That was it. <laughs> and once again, Anakin showing that thinking outside the box and not following orders is sometimes the right way to do it. And everyone's just like, thank you. <laughs> it's like, the- uh, And we know, in context, this is their last battle before mm. Wait. before, before they, they rescue the Chancellor. This is also like, what, a day before, not even, they go rescue the Chancellor. It could be the same day, who knows. But like, it's right yeah, there. Timeline is much tighter right. than I thought it was, especially what we learn in the second episode. Right. Much tighter than I thought it was. So... Things are hitting the fan quite quicker than I thought they would. Um, so, we, they finish this battle. You know, it's you know, a tops five minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. And the general says, you guys have a transmission. Mm-hmm. Come, take it. Come take it on the ship. And they're like, what? What does that? It's like, why, why do I need to go up to the ship to come take the transmission? And I don't know you are. It's like, basically, get your butts up here. You're going to want to see this one. And I just they, called Admiral Yarlin a general. I hope he doesn't hurt me. Be very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> and they get up to the ship, and this is the part that we see in the trailer, except I want to point out that it's different. I don't know why they did this. But when they go in and Anakin sees Ahsoka for the first time right there at the hollow, it's not Rex talking to her, it's you, Lauren. In the trailer, it was Rex talking to her, actually. Which... Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought it was super weird. I was like, why did they do that? Like... I don't remember that, but... I, what, what, was there a point behind them doing that? But yeah, it was... Did we see Bo in the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was standing right there next to us up in the hollow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Anakin... What's so important that you brought us all the way back here? And then mid-sentence, he sees her in his face. His face. And Obi-Wan's just, like, looking between them, like, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello, Master. It's been a while. Yes, it has. It's been a while. And, and his, like, his face of shock and hope. He's like, like Ahsoka, are you? And he's just like, uh, uh, uh. Are you okay? Are you all right? Where are you? And Ahsoka's like, unfortunately, we don't have any time to talk about that right now. <laughs> just, it, the, the first thing I want to talk about with Ahsoka and Anakin's dynamic in this is how clearly Ahsoka has matured so much mm-hmm. while Anakin hasn't. Anakin is on the same level. He's, I mean, he's matured a little bit. Like, not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna pretend the Clone Wars didn't affect him at all. Right. But the space between Jedi, uh, Ahsoka's leaving the Jedi Order and now, 
Ahsoka has grown up mm-hmm. and you like every, you know, we want there to be like this big, you know, tearful reunion, tearful, happy. happy, emotional reunion where they make jokes, where they punch each other, where, you know, mm-hmm. but, but she is completely closed off. She and is it's just business. like, it's complete business. She doesn't have time. And I don't, I don't think her resentment is towards Anakin specifically, but she doesn't really want to be back at all. It's awkward. She doesn't want to be back in the Order. She doesn't want to be back with the Order. She doesn't want to help them, but she needs to. It is understandably extremely awkward for her. Like, and she is quite the mature, bigger person in the situation for even coming right. back in the first place. Definitely. And again, when they meet um for the first time because a- after this scene don't they arrive shortly afterward right yeah um, and when they get there uh Bo-Katan is there with Ahsoka and they immediately start talking like you know like battle strategies all this kind of stuff with what's happening on Mandalore and debriefing oh, on everything first- First, we get the only sentimental moment we get in this episode is when they land and they... Oh, well, we, wait, we skipped something. Uh-oh. When Anakin says, well, it all makes sense now. And Obi-Wan's like, what? And Anakin says, well, if Ahsoka hadn't left the Order when she did, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been in the right position to find Maul now. So she's where she's supposed to be. Right. And Obi-Wan's like, that's one way to look at it, I suppose. You know, yes. Anakin's trying so hard to rationalize. Rationalize. Yeah. But, um, and then when their ship lands, Ahsoka gets off the ship and R2 runs up to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. R2's here, finally. We were talking about that last Oh, yeah. Time. Where's R2? Where's <laughs> R2? <laughs> He was there at the um, at the battle the at the beginning. Yeah. He was under the bridge with the clones, but yeah, he comes back and he's just like, "Ahsoka, love me." So the ship's landing. Obi Wan's completely, you know, neutral. Anakin looks so hopeful. Mm-hmm. They get off the ship. R two comes streaming towards Ahsoka. He does happy beeps and he just goes for it. Mm-hmm. And she actually like acknowledges him. Yep. And touches him on the head. Gives him head pets. That's like the only, only sentimental, emotional thing we get in this episode. Well. Until. Yeah. But, yes, and then that that, that happens. And then they immediately go in and start talking. And he says, Ahsoka, I'm so glad. And then Ahsoka just cuts him off. We don't have time for that And (laughs) we don't have time for that. Every time we waste is, you know. Exactly. And, you know, they start talking about how the forces, like, how Maul is basically overtaking Mandalore through, um, crap, what's his name? Purple-eyed guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I can see his face. But anyway, the Mandalorian guy that was the advisor to Satine when she was still alive. And just talking about that in Bo-Katan and telling them, basically, you know, they need help. They, they need the Republic's help. They need the Jedi's help. And here's where there's a, Well, ahead. there's a brief moment first where Ahsoka's explaining, she's like, I got these codes on Obadiah, and Anakin's like, whoa, are you what doing are you on Obadiah? <laughs> <laughs> you know, still being very protective and, you know, 
Who cares? Remember that little conversation we've had maybe once or twice about attachments? Yeah, once or twice. No. <laughs> and yeah, it's basically saying, you know, we need help. And Obi-Wan's like, okay, but we can help you. <laughs> hey, that's nice, but I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> like, I'm gonna let you finish, but and pretty much a decisive no that the Republic cannot help them. And Bo-Katan Blakesy, I told you, we were wasting our time. Yeah, like, I, I told you this was a waste of time. And Anakin comes up with an idea that Ahsoka is the one that can lead the 501st. And like, she's, wait, wait, you're skipping ahead again. I am? Okay, all right, you go ahead. Okay, so, so Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan goes to talk to the Jedi Council. He's like, mm-hmm. you're going to break treaties that are 100 years old. We'll be drawing right. another war. What's another war? We haven't finished the first one yet. And mm-hmm. Bo-Katan makes a, you know, comment about how I thought you cared more about your sister than this. Or, oh, I'm, more about you know, Satine. Then, and he's like, I did. <laughs> I that still was, do. That <laughs> was cold. And I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, appreciate it. Because Maul's like, Maul r- murdered my sister thought she meant something to you and he's like whoa rude <laughs> um so while obi-wan's talking to the council anakin says oh i have a surprise for you and he takes her off to the side and he's they're walking down a hallway and every clone they pass looks at ahsoka salutes and goes commander yeah. and she's like they shouldn't call me commander anymore i'm not a commander and he says the clones don't care like loyalty to the clones is about what you did for them and Right. You fought for them every day, so they respect you and want to show you that respect. Mm-hmm. And he takes her to this hall, and when the doors open, you see Rex standing at attention with the 501st in these fancy new yeah. orange helmets. With Ahsoka's markings on them. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. Yeah. It's emotional because Ahsoka's like, oh. <laughs> and it's like very taken aback by it, but like, you know, in a good way. And, and she's walking down the row and like looking at each individual clone because she knows who they are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Rex is all like, yep, it's a rush job, but yeah. we didn't have much warning. <laughs> It's one cross. <laughs> and he's like, it's good to have you back, Commander. You don't have to call me Commander. I know that. Commander. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. We're going to start a tally of all the Rexoka moments that... <laughs> Mark one. <laughs> but, yeah. And Anakin says, I have one more surprise for you. And he holds out a box. But before she gets that could be before she can open it, Obi-Wan runs in. Already. Because the alarms are blaring. Mm-hmm. And Gr- Grievous has attacked Coruscant. Mm-hmm. So we know this, and, and he says that um, Shakti was tasked with guarding the Chancellor, but we've lost contact with her. So Which we know is interesting. That- because <laughs> that... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, go for it. Okay, because I was going to say, like, the whole Shakti thing kind of threw me off for a second. Because... It was in the deleted scenes where she is actually on the ship and Grievous kills her on the ship in front of Anakin and Obi-Wan. 
Well, but in the novel, that happens novel, in the novel too, right? Yeah. Well, no, that doesn't happen. But in the novelization, she was supposed to be right. With him. Yeah, she was supposed to be with them. So, but according to the, like, if you look at the visual dictionaries and stuff like that, Shakti was actually killed by Anakin in the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. So, in the novelization, she isn't kidnapped with the chancellor she's kidnapped the the chancellor's kidnapped from her so she's right. still on course on and then he's taken from her so that makes sense she just lost right. him right so um, that's probably it okay because that confused me and anakin and, and anakin kind of stands there while obi-wan and ahsoka have a bit of an argument mm-hmm and she's like, but Maul is important. And she talks about how, you know, no, he's just following politics and doing what the chancellor wants and not what the Republic needs. Mm-hmm. No, I'm and like, yeah. And then... Very much a mature. And she says, this is why the people have lost faith in the Jedi. And like, you know, here's Obi-Wan. the, the Right. <laughs> and then he comes back and he, she said, you know, like, I don't understand why you won't help and he's like but we we have the we want like we have the opportunity to end this war right here right now you do understand that and he's like the chancellor needs us and she no not the chancellor needs us <laughs> the republic needs us and he's like no the chancellor needs you and he's like that's not fair i wasn't trying to be and this yeah is ahsoka that i like very much yeah, ahsoka doesn't have to defer to her master because she can say whatever she wants she exactly she moved out of the house <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Obi-Wan can't like, lecture can't her anymore. Tell me what to do anymore. Don't lecture me, Obi-Wan. But yeah. So then Anakin, you know, is trying to be, the, for once, the peacekeeper in this. He's all like, well, why don't Ahsoka take the Hilo first to Mandalore, and then we'll go get the Chancellor. And Obi-Wan's like, you can't do that. Like, she just, she's not part of this Republic. She can't just, you know, lead a different squadron because you want her to. Exactly. So they... Anakin thinks of promoting Rex to commander. Mm-hmm. So commander will command the new division and then Ahsoka will be an advisor. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's Ahsoka commander Commander Rex advisor. now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Rex. know that happened. But yeah. I didn't either. I mean, I, he's, I don't know. Don't we, isn't he still referred to as captain the rest of? Yeah, in Rebels he's referred to as captain. I don't know. We don't, want to, we don't need, necessarily need to retcon that one, but... <laughs> So, the Jedi leave to go back to Coruscant, and Ahsoka takes the 501st mm-hmm. to Mandalore. Yep. Well, they try to get to Mandalore well, in yes. one piece. And they get, obviously, they get attacked in the air. One, the one last, I think the last... Oh. The, okay, the one other thing. Yeah, I, I was about to yeah. I called. I killed Maul once. Best to capture him. He doesn't seem to stay dead. I like. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I think this is the something. one. I think this is the one positive moment. The, I but think I this is the. the no, I think this is the last positive moment Ahsoka and Anakin will have. That too. When she says thanks for the support as always, and you know he said that's what friends are for. Mm-hmm. And she smiles, and he says, "If you're going to face Maul, you'll need these." And he hands her the box lightsabers. With the lightsabers. lightsabers. And we were talking about these lightsabers because the smaller one seems a lot smaller than normal. Mm-hmm. It is. But, and they're blue. Anakin 
you know, made some Fixed improvements. Them. Made them blue. They're good as new. <laughs> maybe even a little better. Maybe a little better. Yeah. But and she gives she gives her smirk, and she goes right back into it. You know, it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. They say, you capture them all. I'll take care of Grievous. And with any luck, this will all be over soon. She says, Master Kenobi always said there's no such thing as luck. And he says, good thing I taught you otherwise. And he walks away. And she says, Anakin, mm-hmm. good luck. And he looks at her, and he smirks, and then he leaves. This is the last interaction that they get. I'm pretty sure it is. And she smiles, and she turns, and there's Rex with his normal helmet on, because we need to be able to tell it's Rex, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and they go to Mandalore. Yep. And they are met with pretty strong opposition from the from Maul's forces. Yeah. But you know, Maul's forces, who, by the way, are like super cool looking. Like, come on! I know they got red helmets with little horns and like. Gar Saxon is there. Yep, of course he is. And I was right. That was uh, Ursa Wren. She is also there with Bo-Katan's forces. Okay, okay. Can I side sidetrack for a second? Yeah. Well, is Sabine alive? Yes, actually, I was having a conversation with somebody about this. She is, right? So she's only, like, four, right? Three or four? Yeah, probably. She's really so little. mom's just, like, off well, the war. I, come on, you know the difference. I guess Mandalore. No, I know, her. but, like, I'm <laughs> imagining a little Sabine at home going, like, I want to go! I want to go! Tristan is younger, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I want to say he is. All I want to say is Bo, by the end of Rebels, Bo hasn't aged at all. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, like, yeah, the... But yeah, so Ursa Wren's so, there. Prime Minister Almec. 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 That's who it was. Yes. Almec's also got a cool outfit, too. Yeah. His armor thing's got going on. I'm like... So they talk to Almec on the comm, and he's like, what is a vertical this? And then... Bo-Katan's all like, I'm here to take back Mandalore. Your time has come. And, you know, he's like, well, you're nothing like your sister. Everybody keeps saying that. I know. Uh, it's just bo like, the, tra- the like, traitor. I'm tired of this. <laughs> tired of this. Also, please, like, I want to know more. I'm glad it's being addressed, but give me a little bit of backstory on those two please like i want it they were sisters one ends up being a pacifist one joins a terrorist group what happened <laughs> like what well, duchess of an entire planet and then terrorist group what there something happened but how did she become duchess was it an election i don't know like is there, it okay we we not? didn't we no we are not qualified to talk on Mando culture because you know there are people who are qualified to talk about Mando culture. So are there <laughs> people who think they're qualified to talk about Mando culture? Exactly. I will. I will be qualified. So if anyone has any actual answers, let us know. Yeah. You know, is it like you know, familial bloodline election? What is it? And how did that happen with the sisters? I want to know. Anyway. So but yeah, Ursa's all like, we know okay. where, we don't know where he is, but we know he's down there somewhere. So they all say, "Cool, we get us to the surface." And then I just think everyone... it's so cool, though. Hang on, that 
Sabine's mom hunted down this guy, no, and you know, tried to eradicate him and everything. And years later, her daughter has to deal with him again. Like, it's like, and, and like, Sabine but, mentions knowing who he is too. Like, she's like, this guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy, like Obi-Wan and, said, he doesn't seem to stay dead. Oh man. Interesting stuff right here, man. But anyway, so that the, happens. And she says, you know, Maul hasn't left the city. We know that much. Right. Um, and the Clan Ren helmet, oh, makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, scrambling, they're scrambling it. defenses, and basically, they've got incoming, mm-hmm. and everyone in the entire attacking force has a jetpack, except for Ahsoka. <laughs> I just and thought of something. What? Okay, this is kind of sidetracking, but not really. I'm still stuck on Ursa Ren. Um, remember how Ursa Ren in Rebels was talking about they were technically under the jurisdiction of Gar Saxon, right? And the Imperial Commandos. Super Commandos, right? Yes. I feel like they were. And she, uh, he was on the opposite side, which I find interesting of this whole conflict than she was yet i i don't know because like that well, okay, shows well, like a lot of compromise i guess that happened there well mandalore you know the, the culture of the culture of war yeah i'm sure that also don't pretend for a second that that gar saxon wouldn't like after this all be like okay sorry guys i made a mistake let's take exactly. it back exactly that's so, like i'm, I'm not convinced and com- I mean, i'm not you know yeah he, he's he'll go wherever the wind, wind blows so goes. yeah Anyway, no I way. just thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Rex goes, I didn't bring you a jetpack. Ah, sorry. <laughs> and she says, I don't need one. It's fine. I'll race you to the surface. And it's just it's just the most, you know, okay, so Ahsoka came off that ship into the Republic Cruiser, only kind of acknowledging R2 as she would and being very distant with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. But with Rex, right she, back into it. Right back into it. And so I want to preface this all by saying, like, yes, shipping them romantically is something I like to do for fun. Um, there's been a lot of conversations about Ahsoka's sexual identity and how, you know, how she's portrayed and how we perceive her. Um, mm-hmm. But I will, I will go to my grave saying that rex and ahsoka even platonically are one of the healthiest relationships in star wars the best and their friendship the love they have for each other the the you know just the familial love whatever it is that that extremely strong friendship is one of the best examples of a a healthy relationship and a a positive strong one and as we see it it withstands the test of time it withstands oh, yeah. an entire war. It withstands Order 66. So there are so many moments in this episode and in the next episode that celebrate that. And I want to make sure that, like, you guys don't think I'm just like, you know, oh, Rick Soka, but, like, no. Yeah. They are legitimately, they are such a bright light in they this are. galaxy. So in these happy. stories when it's, like, everything's falling apart, but Rex and Ahsoka will still race each other to the surface. And it's, and, yeah. Also that so. look. <laughs> also that also that look. <laughs> like, I had to bring it up. I'm for sorry. people trying to say that 
Um, age difference. We've had this conversation before. There's no age difference. No age difference. His growth is accelerated. He is a clone. He's literally younger than her if you want to go there. So, like, doesn't matter. <laughs> listen. Listen. That look. Not real. But that, that look. look. <laughs> Captain Rex, if you were real. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, listen, I love that man. Uh, same. And that look just sent me to my grave. That was it for me. I literally I just, disintegrated I... in front of the television. Oh, to be on the receiving end of such a look. It's okay, you lucky woman. <laughs> That's a look I get when I... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I say let's get cinnamon rolls. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway. They... Anyway, that aside. No. So they get to the surface, and Ahsoka gets to the surface by jumping down the transports and, like, hopping between exploding things. And she just goes, you know, she hitches a ride on a jetpack, she hitches a ride on a ship, she hitches a ride on whatever. She does not have a a helmet, and they are pretty far above the surface. And she's just going for it. It, it reminds me of oh my gosh oh my gosh when kept remember Winter Soldier Captain America yes did he have a parachute no he yeah. doesn't need one <laughs> does she have a jetpack no she doesn't need one like you know I didn't think to bring you a jetpack mm-hmm. ah that look okay sorry I'm just watching that yeah <laughs> um <laughs> she lightsaber slashes like a pro on top of a moving ship it's just. I can't with her. She's the best. She is the best. And they, yeah, she beats him to the service after doing all that crazy stuff in the air. You know, it's just wonderful animation, wonderful sequence, action, action, slice, shove people. People die. <laughs> yeah, like. And she yeah, also saves a pilot. All jetpacks. Like, yeah, yeah, she saves a pilot. Like They all had jetpacks. She didn't. So if it needs no jetpack, you know, she was beyond that. And she's immortal at this point, basically, I think. <laughs> Isn't she pretty much? <laughs> basically, like, and then the face she makes when she, like, lands. Okay, and then when the, the scene of her, the, the shot of her jumping onto the platform with the fire explosion, that's the poster that we've all been seeing. Yes. And people noticed that the music um, right here sounds a lot like Ray's theme. And it actually does oh. for, for about four beats. Oh. Um, Cool. And then it goes into something else. So that's cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So surprisingly, and she goes, "I beat you," and he says, "Something's never change." (laughs) And they run off together in a war, like they do. They do. And the rest of the episode's pretty cat and mouse. They're trying to find Maul. Yeah. Um, they split up, so Bo goes to the throne. Maul is hiding in the sewers. What else is new? Uh, I love them. What else is new? Um, yeah, they end up underground. After all that and up. yeah, they split up. So Bo takes the throne room, um, and captures Almec. captures Almec. Mm-hmm. And then Ahsoka goes, and she tells Rex to go help Ursa with the platform. Um, so it's really just her and a few clones. And basically, 
uh, Almec basically tells Bo that it's a trap. Yeah. But Ahsoka's so far underground, her comms don't work, so she doesn't know that. She so she ends up being completely surrounded. I mean, like we at this point, that's 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 the end of the episode. She ends up being completely surrounded by Maul's forces. Kenobi. Yeah. And then Maul walks up with his robotic legs. Why are you here? Correct. And I was like, oh. Here it goes. Yep. And then the episode ends. Yep. And it ends. Then on to the next one. <laughs> on to the next one. So. Next one starts off pretty much the same where this ended. Well, but then at first it has another new Lucasfilm limited production. Yeah. And it's green this time, and it goes back to the Red Clone Wars, and it's very dramatic. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. Very important. And this one is called Part Two, The Phantom, Phantom Apprentice. Apprentice. Huh. So it's like it's a callback to when I saw this name, because I saw the name before I saw the episode. It was released a few days before, and I was like, oh. This is going to make me fall in love with Maul, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and it did. <laughs> it did. I have no regrets. So, so this, episode, this episode's a lot to unpack. There, well, I guess let's just go get into it. There's <laughs> not really an easy way to go for it. No, not really. Um, she She's surrounded by the forces and Maul shows up and she's he Maul doesn't know her right he has no idea who she is Maul Maul has never encountered her he hasn't even encountered Anakin since he started training her right Anakin specifically I don't think so it's been Obi-Wan this whole time I love that she said that <laughs> he goes well, she's like, oh, well, I know you. And he goes, well, yes, I imagine we have several mutual friends. <laughs> They're just imagining their Facebook profiles, like, mutual friends. <laughs> they, she obviously knows who he is. She manages to hit the comm on her, her wrist so Rex knows where she is. And they go to find her. And Maul is monologuing. He was very much hoping that Kenobi would show up because, you know, their bromance is stronger than Kyber. Um, Master Kenobi had a more important engagement, but he's like really mad that it wasn't Kenobi because he wanted Kenobi and Skywalker. But why did he want Kenobi and Skywalker? Yeah, he is like dead set like on wanting him and then he's like the moment might be upon us and it's like this whole time that he's talking like at the very beginning like and especially because you got a little bit like that you just that little bit that you got of him and what was it it wasn't in the hollow that was there i don't know i just had yeah the vibe. so yeah go ahead so mall's monologue here he just says you know if thing if i'm correct the, there'll be a power shift 
and that Darth Sidious is in charge. And Ahsoka's like, what? Like, so here's Maul, who's very aware of, you know, what's going on in the Force. Very aware. And very it's aware. very odd. I but... mean, he seems, he seems kind of like, like the soothsayer or, you know, a, an archetypal hermit who knows the future, but no one will listen. Exactly. And, like, again, you have another classic case of the villain telling the truth. Right. And it happens again later on in the it episode. Happens with, oh, it happens, it so, much, it happens so much with Maul. It does. And, like... And, you know, he's... So... Because this happens in Rebels, too. So Rex comes and rescues yeah. her, and they escape. They lose Maul. They chase him, and they lose him. And then they go... We come into the command... <laughs> Uh, on, the fan center, which is what? <laughs> so during the fight, <laughs> remember I lost it. <laughs> when Mon gets away, to do so, he has, you know, to get rid of Ahsoka. So what does he do but take Rex and throw him into Ahsoka right there on the wall? And they're just like, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Like, <laughs> poor Rex is always being shoved around by like <laughs> these force users and just like, he's like, he's tired of this. He's tired of this. But it's Ahsoka, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And then they run away, as usual. So they end up in the command center, which is the throne room. And Bo and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's there via hollow. And they're talking about how their forces were effective, but the we need to capture Maul. And basically, Ahsoka says, he mentioned Darth Sidious. And then Bo-Katan's like, I don't know. I much. held my breath because I'm like, I know Obi-Wan knows who that is. And, like, he says, like, the council suspects. So, like, this is something that they've definitely talked about before. Because I know... Right. Well, but then the next thing they next thing he says... Well, you know, we, we learned the name from Count Dooku. And we... Since Dooku was lost, we... Since Dooku was lost, we don't know if we'll learn anything more. And he says, why? What do you Dooku, mean, lost? Dooku was dead. <laughs> And Anakin killed him. I literally just was not expecting this. I don't know, for some reason, to be so quick. I guess I should have... Because, like, they left to go get the Chancellor in the previous episode. Right, and he kills Dooku right there. So it makes sense. It makes sense. It's just happening. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, that happened. And it's so cool that this is going on at the same time. Like, just so, so cool. And, like... I don't know. Especially with the, he, he's like, you know, we've lost a vital link to understanding, like, you know, who Darth Sidious is. And like, maybe we can get this information from all of you capture him, but you have to capture him. Right. You can't kill him, you gotta capture him. Exactly. And this is where he starts talking about he's being sent to hunt Gravis on Utapau. Yes. And Ahsoka says, Ahsoka says, what about Anakin? Can't he reinforce us? And Obi-Wan makes a face. He looks There's down. a look. There's a quiet look. And he says, may I speak to Ahsoka alone for a moment? My heart sank. And, and Bo scowls in her bow face. And Rex looks at Ahsoka with affection and Wait. walks away. I'll be right over here. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives us on special assignment with the Jedi Council. Ooh. I ordered a Jedi Council. What kind of assignment? And Obi-Wan explains what Anakin is doing um, with the Chancellor and how 
He's been sent to spy for the council. Wait, 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 wait. but Obi-Wan says to observe the Chancellor, and Ahsoka catches on right away. She's like, observe. You mean spy, because he didn't use the word spy, and Ahsoka says right through that. I just find that absolutely hilarious. Anakin's bad one. Of course she would. Because that's exactly what Anakin saw the first time when he was asked. You're right. not going to spy on him. So I think, right. you know, like, obviously. Yep. yep, she's definitely his student. Well, so what she says next is interesting because she says, the Chancellor's been a mentor and a friend to Anakin. I can't imagine he's happy about this. Because mm-hmm. even she knows about his attachments. Yeah. And she wants, he wants her to speak to him and defend the Council's actions. And Mm-mm. she's like, I hardly think I'm the best person for that. Exactly. And he says, Ahsoka, the council isn't always right. That's why I'm asking for your help. Even Obi-Wan knows things are bad. He's asking for Ahsoka's help because he doesn't trust the council. You know things are bad when Obi-Wan says the council isn't always right. <laughs> you know it, things are bad to get Yeah. Back. It's just... So that moment where Anakin is, you know forced to make this and but ahsoka knows about it we didn't know ahsoka knows about it mm-hmm. but ahsoka knows about it and ahsoka knows it's wrong for him and knows how it'll affect him exactly Ugh. and then this interesting moment happens where she's being called away there's been an attack uh, rex is calling her away and she has to run away from the hollow and she turns around to tell everyone one last thing you know he's like tell anakin and she never finishes the sentence but Obi-Wan gets it right away. And he's like, I will. And that's up to interpretation, you know, like what exactly she's trying to say right there. Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, my thought was, I love you, but like, not like I'm in love with you, but like, well, yeah, I like, I'm here for you or, yeah. I mean, I probably, if I had to guess, good luck. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Something along those lines, something, which is her way of saying, I love you. Exactly. So like, I mean, I don't think she'd say may the force be with you, but she'd probably say good luck. Or. I think so. Some other joke. She wouldn't say something serious. Well, I don't know. I'm saying because it seemed like very serious right there. So I no, just... I know. But I'm saying like if she were saying one thing to Anakin, it wouldn't be, it would be something as lighthearted as she could make it. Right. So that's why I think good luck. Yeah. And the next scene there back underground. Oh, crap. I just realized something. What? Okay, okay, hang on. So when they're down there talking, the clone t- debriefs them on what happened, and Ahsoka tells Rex to make sure something's properly fortified or whatnot. You know how the clones usually say, yes, sir? I noticed this, too! I turned to, <laughs> I turned to Sarah and I went, he said ma'am! He said ma'am! <laughs> He said, ma'am. Because, like, okay, okay, so this is my big Rex Soka moment, because, <laughs> because, okay, they all say sir. They all say sir. When she does anything since the beginning of the Clone Wars movie, when we first get introduced to her, and even when they talk to, like, Luminara and stuff, it's yeah, always when they sir. they talk to other Jedi sir. Masters, yeah. But what does Rex say <laughs> to Ahsoka when she gives him an order? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he said, ma'am. Close don't say, ma'am. He said, ma'am. I'm pretty sure Important. I punched Sarah. I mean, she punched me back, but like, I was so excited by that. Um, so this will be my silly Rexoka moment, but ma'am, he ma'am. said, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. She, she's a ma'am. <laughs> 
So they get down to the clones and the clones are alive because, well, Barely. the last clone's alive because Maul was going clone by clone and getting as much information about Ahsoka as he could. Yeah. Because he doesn't know anything about her and he wanted to know as much as he could. So there's one trooper left, Sterling, and he tells her that they took Jesse, right? Yeah, Jesse. He went through us one by one, and he took Jesse. He took him alive. Je- took him alive because mm-hmm. Jesse has the most memories of Ahsoka. Right, right. And then from right there, it pans to Jesse and Maul, right there together with Gar Saxon and the woman who really reminds me of Sabine. For some reason, I thought she was Sabine when I first saw this thing. I'm like, wrong timeline. Um, it's interesting um, that they say that he took Jesse because Maul could recognize that he was older. Exactly. Also possibly looking into his memories as well. Well, no, of course, but like yeah. just the fact that And talking to him about how he clones were made, you know, bred for the plan, the grand plan, you know, like the grand design. And like he, I was once a part of that design, but not anymore, you know. And I, I think this is so cool right here, because he, he's like I, and he says like I was cast aside, I was forgotten. It actually it pans to his hand, his mechanical hand, which looks exactly like Anakin's that he has. And Anakin does that all the time with his hand like that. And I was just like, for some reason, they had to have done that on purpose. Because I saw, I was just like, that's Anakin's hand. It looks exactly right. like his mechanical hand. And I'm like, that's, that's important. Because they are now linked. Like, this is called the Phantom Apprentice. Because, you know, obviously, Maul. And then you have the other apprentice, Ahsoka. But there's a new apprentice coming soon. And that is Darth Vader. And this is all leading up to the ultimate apprentice or whatever of the galaxy, which will be him to Darth Sidious. So from here, we know that Maul essentially knows Palpatine's plan. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what he knows. He understands what has happened and he knows what's going to happen. He's smart. He's very smart. And he's very introspective and he very much understands his role in this and what that means for the rest of the galaxy. And no one understands what he's talking about and no one wants to listen. Exactly. So the, he has these forces that are basically just doing his bidding because, you know, Maul is power Mm -hmm. and those who have power keep it by asserting that power. Right. But so he sends Saxon to go kill Almec. Yeah. And then he, he starts invading. He starts invading Jesse's mind. Jesse's mind. And, you know, Jesse's being Jesse, talking back and everything. His, it's Jesse. Gar Saxon is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <There's> that, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that shot of him walking away, I don't know. I just hit me. You, are, you are not wrong. Crap. Another villain. You are not wrong adds to list of villains i find attractive anyway okay um the limit does not exist mm-hmm. and there's another the, the shot pans back to the containment or prisoner or whatever facility that they have and that's where all makes being kept and jesse not jesse rex ahsoka and bokatan are, are in there to see all and basically bokatan's just like hey what's what's mall up to and Almec's like, okay, well, 
Maul is like kind of playing the long game and he has no idea really what's going on in Maul's head because he's like for weeks now he's been consumed by this strange sense of dread which just you know for weeks now like talking about definitely Maul is sensing a change in the force which is interesting because you think about that and you think about how prepared if Maul could sense this how prepared were the Jedi for this that this was going to happen where they come again like the talking about Yoda talks about like dark side clouds everything but here you have Maul dark sider but Maul is Maul is I think it's more I think it's more the Jedi are trying to see something they want to see exactly and they're not opening themselves to what is that's what I was getting to Maul is not Maul doesn't want to see things as they are right so you know the hubris of the jedi is that they think they are he doesn't have those blinders on that they do right exactly and you know those blinders are put there by their beliefs and this is the way they start grilling him about ma wanted somebody if only i could remember the name of who it was that's what all mike says you know he's just dragging it out pretty much bo gets ready to go threaten him and then he gets shot twice by gar saxon and just very Django fit of him to eliminate the target just as he was about to speak. But long story short. As he's dying, he gets to tell Ahsoka there was one name, Skywalker. Drags it out so much. <laughs> and then he dies. But m- interesting though, it, Ma had a vision. That's what he said. A dream. Right. And that's where the name came to him from. And that's pretty cool. So Maul was definitely open to the Force and seeing things as they were and was totally prepared for what was about to happen as we definitely see later on in the episode. And there's a lot of shooting. A lot of well, there's this cool moment with Bo-Katan going after Gar Saxon and then yeah. she ends up like underneath an elevator. This is so and cool. she like uses her jetpack to like push it up so she doesn't get squished. I love her. And I love her so much. she's She's, I was, turned to Sarah and I said, Bo-Katan is the number one woman in Star Wars. I would not piss off. Like, yes, there are so many women in Star Wars that could beat your butt. But, like, the intensity with which she fights and, like, just her angry face. And, like, Uh, I just, I would not mess with her. She could mess you up so fast. Exactly. And not feel bad about it. Like, she does what needs to be done. Like, Ventress would mess you up, but, like, she'd play with you, like, cat and mouse first. Exactly. Or, yeah. Smoke on, just get it done. Get her done kind of person. And after that fight happens, Gar Saxon gets by, obviously. Um, and it pans to him returning to Maul Underground, where Maul is talking to the leaders of the crime syndicates. Yes, he's there. (laughs) Dryden Voss is there. And of course his hollow fizzes out first, so you don't really see him that well. But so there's the there's the Pike one. Who's the one on the left? Black Sun. Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting. And then Because he's about to get taken out, most likely. (laughs) And then Maul ends up with that place. Yeah. And then Dryden Voss. Being Dryden Voss. 
Yep. And then very similarly to how Palpatine is ordering the separatist forces away to Mustafar, Maul orders the crime syndicates to, into hiding. Wait. What is it? Timeline. Timeline. Hold on. I'm thinking. Oh, could this be happening at the same time? It could be because no. Utapau. Obi-Wan just went to Utapau. Okay. Yeah. Very well could be. Which is pretty cool. Um, they... And then, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I don't really know what to say next. Uh, well, Maul has a, a second where he actually talks about Count Dooku, which is interesting because I've always wondered, you know, how did Maul feel about Dooku? It's always been like a question that I've had before. And then he addresses it. He's like, I once, you know, thought Dooku was an old fool. But now I see that he and I were pretty much the same, one step behind. And that's just funny because that's pretty much what the novelization of Revenge of the Sith says regarding Count Dooku, how he was, had always been one step behind um, and just hadn't had the chance to see Palpatine's greater plan. And this is like his last thoughts, you know, he has before he dies. And right here, Maul is talking again. The galaxy will be remade and in the chaos we must seize what power we can. And, you know, very dramatic and such. And talking to the Mandalorians about how it's not the way of your people to hide here in the gutters. Which is interesting. Because where do we find them in Mandalorian? Hiding in the gutters? Mm-hmm. But that's like... That, that, that's a long time from now. It is a long time around, but it's still ironic to me. And basically like this rousing speech, like, I'll give you a glorious death. <laughs> Pretty much. You're like, oh, warrior's death. And they all have the hand of Sauron. I mean, the hand of Maul on their foreheads. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dave Filoni and your Tolkien. But also another cool thing to mention about the Death Watch or Maul Watch, whatever they're called nowadays, um, Mandalorians, is that their helmets, like the vision part right there, it glows. Mm, yeah like yellow like yeah like his eyeballs (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i hadn't thought of that that's very (laughs) cool um the he basically like just tells them like i'll let you guys die the way you were meant to die mando's in battle i'm not gonna like do anything else for you the best i can give you is like you know honorable death a glorious death in battle Oh, I love him. Me he's too. So, he's so dramatic. Hey, I see Ursa Ren. Where? I'm a little bit ahead. All right. So after that, we pan to a scene of the clones ushering the Mandalorian uh, citizens, civilians, out of the city. And you can tell by the looks on their faces, they don't really like being ordered around by the clones, the Republic clones, because, you know. And the clones don't like doing it. Yeah, they're not here for that. <laughs> they're like we are not we are not here to be a police force exactly and rex says as much and you know where i see ursa ren is that where, where it pans to the balcony and they're all standing there looking down she's actually right there to the left of rex oh. but yeah and they're all looking down at the city and bo is clearly not into it she's not into it and they all go inside she tells them as much that the occupation just cannot be around any longer. It's just too much. 
Ahsoka's like, but you wanted us here. And this is where Rex says, you know, you we're not here as a police force. We don't want to be as a police force. And then they go. And then they open the door to the throne room. Uh, this is this is this oh, is yes. peak this is peak mall. Like they're having a real conversation and they're just talking and they turn and they walk through the door. And he's just lounging on the throne. Just like, like not even sitting. Like he's got one foot up on the seat. He's like relaxed. And Bo goes straight for him with the, her blasters. And he's just like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. No bolts for you. And she's how I said. My lady, is this any way for you to treat your ruler? <laughs> and he's like, ah, guys, like let's just talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is funny because it's like. Usually all the Sith want to do is talk. Like, if you think about it. Like, Count Dooku must have solved in five minutes. Like, you know, like, basically, can we just talk? And then even Sidious, to a point. And it's like, the only one who was really interested in, like, fighting was, like, Vader, I guess. But, like... Well, because it's Anakin. It's Anakin. <laughs> and, like, they're... And I, I guess we can even go, go as far as Kylo Ren. Like... They just want to talk, man. <laughs> I always, I always think of the Incredibles. Um, you got me monologuing. <laughs> what does he do? He starts monologuing um, about how feeble I am compared to he is. How the world was dead. <laughs> and he has Jesse right there. Jesse right there next to. And what does he do with Jesse? Listen. Listen, I thought he was. I thought he was gonna kill him. Thought he was gonna rick on Stark <laughs> as he's running back, like right there or something. I no, expect. he gives him back. He does. And Ahsoka says, "Rex, take him." Like I got this. But it's almost like shameful the way he does it, though. I feel like to 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 a clone, the way he says it. Run along. There you go. Back to your brothers like that. I know. And like Jesse is like, or something. I know. And he just walks back so like demurely almost. And Rex, you know, takes him. And he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I couldn't help it. I told him everything. I just couldn't help it." And this is where they start leaving one by one. Rex takes him outside. Bo-Katan's still there, but the explosions are going on around the throne room. And Maul's just like, uh. What if you might want to deal with that? Talking about the explosions outside. <laughs> I was like, oh. he's so soft-spoken. It's so funny the way he talks. He's like, what if you might want to deal with that? And like, so this is another one. Then Bo-Katan goes because you know, so it's like, no, you should go. People need you. Don't stay on my account. We'll be fine. And so Mall says, shut up, Mall. <laughs> and she leaves, and they are finally alone well first there's a sh- cut to the mando malls right attacking, and then mando malls i like that one better and you know maul and ahsoka are watching from the throne room and, and it's like oh look at them they're so innocent and ahsoka goes do you care to tell me what this is all about is okay th- so this whole scene right here like you can tell dave filoni very much really liked yeah. 
So you can tell Dave Filoni has watched Last Jedi because this scene is very much reflective of the throne room in The Last Jedi with right here with Ahsoka and Maul watching the chaos happening outside reminds me a lot of Snoke and Rey and the whole thing that happens between the two. But then the whole interaction that Maul and Rey, not Maul and Rey, <laughs> Maul and Ahsoka have right here is very similar to the throne room interaction between Kylo and Rey when yes. Snoke is dead. Like literally pretty much the same. So Ahsoka makes a quip about like, you know, do you want to talk to me or do you want to wait till we talk to the council? And he's like, no, 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 I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to them. You, aren't you, aren't you caught, cast out of the order? Why do you want to talk to them? Right. And she's like, I left voluntarily. Right. And she's like, and well, you, were, you were motivated to leave by the hypocrisy of the Jedi Council. And he's like, this system like, like both did us wrong. Yeah, we were both tools for greater powers. Yeah. And that really cool shot of them with the explosions in the background. Justice is merely the construct of the current power base. I threw a pillow that I was holding. I was like, that is so good. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> that is so good. And like, honestly, my favorite quotes from Star Wars are from villains for a reason. <laughs> like, come on. It's they speak the truth, and that's just what's so cool about Star Wars villains in particular. Like, yeah, they tell the truth, and talking about how the shift in power is about to happen. And I really wonder what's happening right now in Revenge of the Sith, and according according to this, and Ahsoka, you know, it was just like you know, like does this have anything to do with Darth Sidious? And Maul's like, oh, you know, he just gets this look behind his eyes. He's like, he's been everything is in the shadows always watching all this like you can tell he's like oh he's been thinking about this quite a bit and it has haunted him for quite some time and that comes back up again later and i'll talk about that later but he st starts mentioning how sidious will soon reveal himself and this is interesting here because it's a soga offering first. We'll accept your help. With your help, we can stop Sadius before it's too late. She's the one who mentions that first. And he's like, too late for what? The Republic? To fall? <laughs> that already happened. <laughs> <laughs> and like, well, this is another good quote. Yeah. There's, there's no justice, no law, no order, except for the one that will replace it. That's mm. so, so good. This scene is so powerful right here. I could go on about this for hours. And he talks about how the time of the Jedi is over. They can't see it. They cannot defeat him. But together, you and I can. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. I had movie. a I had a wait what <laughs> I was like huh because and at the same time it makes sense though because she offered at first you know with your help we can stop him before it's too late and he's like no no not with the Jedi Council we don't need them all we need is us which is interesting because 
She's not a Jedi. Maul knows that because she left the order. And then Maul, when he's talking, remember in in Rebels where Ezra is like, are you a Sith? And he's like, I'm neither Jedi nor Sith. Like, you know, all this stuff, not really giving an answer, but he's not. Neither of them are. They're neither Jedi nor Sith. Because they're political affiliations that they don't hold. I mean, dark side and light side is not, as we know, dark side and light side does not equate to, you know, Jedi and Sith. Exactly. And, you know, neither of them identify as that at all, and, which is so cool because they are both the forgotten apprentices, the apprentices that were cast aside by the system that was put in place. Right. And this is where it's really weird, where Maul's train of thought, it's really cool, mirrors Anakin's earlier in the last episode. Every choice you have made has led you to this moment where Anakin was talking about how Ahsoka, what everything happened so that she would be there. You know, if she hadn't left the order, then she wouldn't be there to help and be able to capture them all. They both have this idea, the same idea, the same train of thought, which is very telling as to what's going to happen. And then he extends his hand to her in a very last Jedi fashion of extending the villain. And then explosion. Oh, oh. A beautiful explosion. This is so good. Like, I... There are moments in Star Wars that just, like, take my breath away. And this was definitely one of them. Like, especially as, like, uh, cinematography. Like, and it's just such a quiet moment. There's no talking, no dialogue, no anything that happens before this and for a little bit after this as the explosion just, like, slowly comes through. And the glass is broken. And there are, there, there, you know. We get the shots through falling. the glass. Yeah. It's very symbolic. Um, the, the whole, it looks like when the explosion happens, the whole glass shatters, but it's not all of it, is it? No, it's not all of it. I mean, like, well, because, okay, if you want to get technical, because I drew this thing the other day, the whole thing is broken up in bits and pieces of windows. So, like, some of the windows broken, some of them broken. Right. So, like, it like, got shot through or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shocking. I will help you. I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? Was not expecting that. No, I was expecting now <laughs> or something like that. I will never help you. I'll never join you. Okay, and then she says, but you must answer one question. And he says, you have just have to ask. You have to ask. What do you want with Anakin Skywalker? Mm. And he says, he is the key to everything. So important. To bring balance to the Force? To To destroy. destroy. He has been long been groomed for his role. Creepy. As my master's new apprentice. Mm-hmm. You lie. Mm, it goes downhill from here. Oh, she thinks he's lying. It just, and it's just like, ugh. Like, literally, we all just collectively imploded inside because we know if she had, If she had, if she had believed him, how would that change anything? How, what? I mean, how? In Star Wars, if the good guy had believed the bad guy, 
how much of this would have been avoided? What would have happened? What would have changed? Like all of it. There's so much to think about. And Maul just starts talking about like I I did this whole war here to just lure to bring Obi Wan and Kenobi. Bring Obi Wan and Skywalker here. And pull and pull Anakin away from Sidious as his new apprentice because you know that's who he's going to be. And so it's like, "Mm -mm. that's not true. That's a lie. Your vision is flawed, but it's not. He's the only one whose vision isn't flawed in the entire galaxy right now. He's the only sane one, (laughs) and it's like the people. Obi-Wan, Padme, and now Ahsoka all believed in Anakin up to the very moment where he was literally in front of them. And all was revealed. You know what I want? Their eyes. You know what I want? They didn't believe it till they saw it. What do you want? So you, you, know, you know in um, Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan goes to see Padme and yeah. Anakin's all like, he was here. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want I want just a moment where Ahsoka calls Padme. Yeah. And like talks to her and just has her like check on Anakin. Being like, hey, you're kinda like my you're kinda like my mom. Can you like <laughs> check on dad, please? <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I just want because that's a link that this yeah. That's a link that this season has completely ignored, and I hate it. Me too. More bad May erasure. Not very happy. And then cue the epic lightsaber battle. Yeah. Oh, I see the Padawan needs one last lesson. <laughs> and then the igniting. Who are of okay? The devil. Who- who are the who who has taken on Maul? Like Obi Wan and now Ahsoka? Well quite a few. Yeah, quite on Obi Wan, Ahsoka. Um up until this point. Yeah. Well technically uh what's her name? Eighty Galea. Eighty Galea. Oh. She was was killed by Savage, but she fought Maul too. Right. And I guess do Hondo and his pirates count? Because technically they were kind of invaded by them too. But yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is the legacy is not... Because, okay. If we were going legacy of Qui-Gon, it'd be Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, then Ahsoka. But Ahsoka's not Obi-Wan's Padawan. Right. Anakin hasn't fought Maul. So like... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that chain of thought. I don't know. <laughs> like, if everyone at Anakin has fought, not Maul. Not too much. And then, can I just, like, gush about the mocap? Go for it. It's so beautiful and seamless. Like, you can tell, I don't care who you are, you can tell the difference between, between the previous fights in Clone Wars, lightsaber battles. Oh, yeah between those and this one right here. This is just so, this, okay, so those of you who do not know, I don't know if you don't know, there, this was, this fight was done 
mocapped motion capture uh, with actress actors playing as Maul and Ahsoka. And Maul was played by none other than Ray Park, the original Darth Maul, <laughs> which is super, super cool. And uh, Ahsoka was also mocapped as well. I'm trying to find real quick. I have it right here, who she was mocapped by. Um, Lauren Mary Kim, who did the motion capture for Ahsoka. So shout out to her. Um, yeah, Lauren Mary Kim, the new Ahsoka. <laughs> um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful battle. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. Completely different between this one and previous lightsaber battles that have been shown on screen before. And like the colors also are just absolutely gorgeous. That one shot where she summons her lightsaber towards him or towards her through his legs. <laughs> so funny. Cause he just jumps like right around it. Like, like, like nothing. Uh, it's so, so. He also elbows her in, in the face, which is. She elbows weird. him in the face. Yeah. You know, they're quite equally matched, even though he's like ginormous, but like. Well, it- the way, what she said, you know, on. you're lucky Anakin didn't show up with the way you're fighting. You wouldn't have lasted long. And he goes, oh, you do have Kenobi's arrogance. <laughs> then you get Always that shot of, then you get the Kenobi. shot of Rex. Oh, yeah. There he is. Like, comes out of the explosion. He's just like, like, right there. And then it pans back to Ahsoka and Maul just duking it out again, still in the throne room. And ends up she, <laughs> <did> she, <laughs> this this is the part that made me cackle when oh, he throwing him through <laughs> when, he, when she throws it through the window and he like backflips and like breaks through the window but his lightsabers cut their own like lightsaber hole through the window it's fantastic the, the man the animator that we you know the people are, are paying attention the makers of the show are paying attention <laughs> You have to make the lightsaber cut in there as well as Maul's body print when you went through, <laughs> through the window. Hey, I wonder if Maul was thrown out the window the same time Mace Windu was thrown out of a window. Hey, balance. <laughs> um, I don't think we're that far yet. But what if? No, because Obi-Wan's still on Budapal. Budapal. But how long did that really take? I don't we know. We had to check in to make sure the Budapalans are okay afterwards. They'll be one. Oh, wait, no, no, no! He was shot off the thing, remember? Yeah, he's. This, we're not there yet. He's still in Utapau. Yeah, we're not there yet. Wait, when does he go to see Anakin? Before this? Or go to see Padme? Go to see Padme? No. No, 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 no. He goes to see Padme after he finds the clip with Yoda in the temple of Anakin killing the younglings. Which is after he gets back from Utapau. Obviously. Oh, okay. okay. After Order 66. Gotcha. So, back to Clone Wars, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of stuff, and Gar They're Saxon. on the rafters! Yeah, Gar Saxon um, calms Darth Maul, and <laughs> Maul's like, At any moment my ship will be arriving. Die well, Mandalorian. Like, go have a good death. I'm leaving you guys. Bye! Saxon's like, no! <laughs> And Ahsoka appears right behind him. Obi-Wan is right. You are difficult to kill. He looks so annoyed. <laughs> Maul looks so annoyed. He's like, really? He's like, okay, first of all, don't mention Obi-Wan around me. Second of all, <laughs> you're back again. Don't talk about my boyfriend like that. 
and more fights on and, the rafters yeah which is really cool and it's so funny because they kind of like almost lose their balance here a few times which is hilarious to me because even why. jedi you know lose their balance exactly uh-huh. not uh-huh. jedi uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh, force jokes <laughs> and maul makes a comment we could have destroyed Sidious together yeah but only for you to take his place i mean would that have happened no because ahsoka's blinded by her uh, like, i don't loyalty. know would that have happened i don't know this is the jedi part of ahsoka coming out right here I'll give you one last chance join me or die but whatever before that because <laughs> there's a little moment again Maul almost falls off the raptors again he lands on one foot after being pushed back by Ahsoka and it's like bouncing on one foot <laughs> trying to stay on the raptor I thought it was so funny and I'm, okay because I noticed these things so after that happens she lunges at him in the same move that she makes when she's fighting vader on um oh, i forgot the name of the planet uh malcor and that part where she like literally like jumps on him like over him like that she does that same move right here with maul and i noticed that and i just was like oh cool and she gets kicked it's hanging on a ledge and then somebody comes for Darth Maul. Here's his ship. He's like, oh, time to fly. He runs away. And, you know, obviously, you're not getting away that easy. And she knocks him down. And they're still fighting. And they still keep fighting. And Ahsoka loses a lightsaber. Right here. Which is interesting because I don't want to be that person, but inconsistency. If she doesn't pick up that lightsaber again at some point, then that kind of retcons um, what happens in this according to the Ahsoka book, which I'm still wondering where that I'm sure that they, I'm sure that she goes finds them. Possibly because she does not have the lightsabers anymore. Remember, supposedly she has the lightsabers on top of her grave or whatever that she's buried in um well, yeah so i'm sure they find them i mean it's not like mandalore's possibly but i bottomless. also want to i also want to know how this ties in because this is already happening if you've read the ahsoka book you know that there's like a ambush kind of thing that happens in the uh, is it in the throne room that it happens where yes. ahsoka and maul confront each other i'm not yes. sure because yeah is there a throne room anymore first of all and second of all they've already confronted each other right here but then again there's two episodes left of this and again the other lightsaber goes down so both of our lightsabers are gone and right. there's a yeah i so i don't know but anyway that's so cool. uh, we'll look at the we'll look at later who knows and anyways so the, the you know the, the battle with the mandos is still happening. Um, so but, it's ending. Oh, it's ending. That's right. Oh yeah, Rex shoves Garsax onto his knees on the ground. <laughs> and then Rex and Rex says, "Okay, guys, go up there because they see where Maul's Spidey ship is above tingling. the his his Ahsoka, his Ahsoka sense is tingling. Um, Maul's up on the the his ship's up there, so they see the ship and they bring the um, transports up there. Mm-hmm. 
and then they basically she flings Maul off the bar the beam by cutting the beam with his own lightsaber. Yeah. Sending him falling and catching him with the force. And then let me die. Screaming. Let me die. And the transports come and get him. And they use the Mandos use their little grappling grapples to grapple him. As he's screaming, we're all going to die. We are all going to burn. You have no idea. And then Rex tasers him. And then he says, we'll take it from here, Commander. And then she, like, does a big sigh of relief and then nods at him. And then she's standing alone on the beam, looking through the glass hole in the ceiling mm-hmm. with all the explosions behind her. You and know, that really happened. Like fades to black. And, like, so crazy. Like, what's going to happen next? There's two more episodes. And we have, okay, if there are two more episodes, we have approximately, like, an hour? My timeline is so messed up. I don't know if, how long is is Obi-Wan on Utapau for? I mean, he hasn't left, maybe he hasn't left yet. Do Jedi sleep? I mean... I would assume so. I don't know. But, like, as far as timeline, I'm pretty sure we'll get an indicator at some point next episode, just like we did in this one. What exactly is happening in parallel to this? I'm sure something will come come up. Something will happen. And, but, yeah, I like the way this episode ends off, too, with uh, Maul screaming. (laughs) Um, Screaming and begging them to let him die. He would rather die then potentially face what pretty much was the man who held him under his power and was pretty much like very, very their relationship was very much abusive with him and Palpatine like would rather right. die than face that man again. Well, and, and going with the Jedi means bringing him to Coruscant where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, it's like... Like, it's not even like... It's just like, oh, by the way, here, have a, have a Sith Lord. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's that's it. That wraps that up. So we shall see in a few days what happens next. I'm very excited and I'm very scared. Are you excited too, Figgy? She's holding her cat again. You excited? Little Figgy. Figaro's full name is Figaro Kylo Ren Bigira, and his very much Kylo Ren persona is coming out right now. Big Era. I didn't know Big Era was in there. That's, That's Sarah's name. favorite character. I and love he's a Big he's a panther. I love Big Era. Anyway, yeah, jungle book aside. <laughs> um yeah, so that's where we finish off here. And that was a lot. And there's still a lot. I don't want like <laughs> I I'm simultaneously excited for these episodes and also not like sarah and i didn't watch this episode until Nettie like texted me she's like did you did you did you watch it yet and i'm like no i'm hiding from it because it's so much easier to just hibernate and not worry about emotions like watch it now. star wars emotions <laughs> watch it now oh it's so good and yeah there's a lot more to come i'm excited and i'm scared and i am 
extremely impatient to see what happens with Maul in particular. Also, Order 66, we're going to see that very soon. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Brace yourselves. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine here. Everything's normal. What if the last goodbye we get in this series is Ahsoka and Rex? I, I've been thinking that's, that's probably what, what it's going to be, right? Because we know they leave on positive terms. Right. But I know they, they hide from each other to save each other. Mm-hmm. And then eh. doesn't return her phone calls, but not on purpose because that's Wolf's fault. Anyway. Anyway. But. Bleh. Yeah. Was that Ahsoka, all we had to say? Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Ahsoka knew about Anakin's fall, but didn't believe it. None of them did up until the very moment. And that's what makes it even worse. Oh, okay. Sorry. You just. You're good. Mother freaking cow. Yeah. I think. Is that all? I think so. That we wanted to touch on? I think so. We've, we've been on here for quite a while. <laughs> this was a long one. Just like old times. Just like old times. It won't be this long next time because we'll only we'll have one be covering episode. one episode. We will definitely get to the one episode. Unless it's like a three hour episode, in which case we're. Finished. Yes, three episodes. Uh, I mean, three hours. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. So, that's that. Fun times. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. So, well, I, since we're done here, um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us again. And we'll see you guys next time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, fun times ahead. Two more episodes. It's almost over. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. So, signing off, I am Nitty. And you can find me at Nitty underscore Nerf Ritter. You can also find us at Women OT Wills on Twitter. And Megan, where can they find you? I am Meg Meg Pen Pen on most platforms. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, all the above. You can email us at womenofthewills at gmail.com if you have anything exciting to tell us. You can also DM us. You can also, you know, send a carrier pigeon if you wanted to. Um, yes, I would like we, a pigeon, please. We are sending. Nanny won't give it back, though. She's just going to keep the pigeon. I will keep all the pigeons. We are sending all of our love and comfort and patience to everyone during this uh, fun, fun, fun time. Um, I know everyone is handling it differently and it's affecting others differently, but as someone who's out of work, I understand, as Nettie who's working hard for a degree, I, she understands, so we hope that this may bring a bit of positivity to your day, or, you know, screaming, at least mm-hmm. more screaming than you, you already got. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, may I hope everyone, you and yours, are all well, yeah. and may the Force be with us all. Yeah. So thank you all for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay at least six feet away. Wear your masks. Stay inside. And yeah, have a have a great week. And Clone Wars is coming soon, so look forward to that. And stay just stay busy. Do your best. We love all of you. So have a good have a good week. Bye. Bye.